Hey everybody, Jack here at JWC Health and Fitness and thank you for tuning in to our second podcast. Podcast number one was released on the 1st of January and it was Coach Heather talking to you about setting your goals for 2020 and how to maintain motivation throughout the year. So if you missed that one, then please do head back to our first episode, have a listen to that and see if that can just help you get on the right track for the year ahead. If you want to find out more about what we do at JWC Health and Fitness, then head over to our website. That's www.jwchealthandfitness.com. Also, please do subscribe to this channel so you can get updates on any future episodes. We've got loads of exciting things, topics to cover and guest speakers over the coming weeks, which I'm really excited to bring to you. So stay tuned and do listen out for those episodes. Today we're going to talk about the future of the fitness industry, so I'm going to kick that straight off. Enjoy! Okay, so we're going to get stuck straight into this episode, which is all about um, the future of the fitness industry, where we believe the fitness industry is going throughout 2020 and beyond, and the change that we've seen over the last decade or so, certainly the last 13 years while I've been in the industry. Um... One thing that we can be sure about when it comes to the fitness industry is that the growth is consistent. Um, It's one of the very few industries where the growth has never really stunted or slowed down. In fact, it seems to be snowballing. Um, This last 12 months alone, we've hit two very impressive statistics, if I can get my words out. Um, One of those is the fitness industry is now worth over £5 billion in the UK alone, which is insane. Um, There's now over 10 million gym users in the UK, so that's one in seven people are currently gym members. It shows us that people are taking a lot more responsibility for their health. I think although obesity and ill health is still a problem in a lot of um, sort of particularly Western civilization. Um, but it's showing that people are taking more, a lot more responsibility for their health. Another really important, significant change is the change in the NHS and that doctors, um, surgeons, consultants, nurses, etc., are starting to refer patients to exercise before they look to put them on medication or take any more extreme measures towards people's health, uh, which is a really positive move. We know that um improving your health and wellness getting your body fat down etc is going to improve a lot of health conditions so moving on from the industry growth i want to talk about um what changes i've seen in the last i say 13 years i've been in the industry i guess we're talking um probably getting on 20 years that i've been around the gym environment um, in different sorts of settings. I started my fitness journey off um, when I sort of developed a bit of a a liking for boxing as a teenager. Um, I did that throughout my younger teenage years, more for fun and fitness than anything else. Um, It's something I wish I'd taken a bit more seriously looking back now, but I discovered um, alcohol and women when I got to about 16 years old and boxing went a little bit on the back burner, but that's another story for another day. Um, 
From there, I started getting into what I guess you'd call bodybuilding. I don't like saying bodybuilding, mainly because I find it a bit embarrassing that I've never been more than 14 stone. So saying the term bodybuilding seems a bit pathetic. Um, but my goal has always been to try and increase muscle mass. And as somebody who is fairly slim build, naturally, um, as I've got older, I've put on a little bit more body weight for numerous reasons but um, as someone who's always been naturally quite a slim build uh, my focus has always been on trying to increase lean muscle mass so I started training in a real spit and sawdust backstreet gym um, that was owned by the stepdad of a friend of mine um, he was Mr World Mr Olympia and everything else um, a really prolific bodybuilder, done very, very well for himself in that field. And it was him that got me into, I guess, really into fitness and taking care of my physique. I entered this gym at, I'd say, 13 or maybe 14 years old and was surrounded by big men, many of whom were um, quite seriously into bodybuilding. There was the natural athletes and the less than natural athletes around at that time. Um, but it, 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 it sort of set me off on a path of wanting to explore what my physique is capable of and then fast forwarding a couple of years, what I can do to help other people improve their fitness and physique. As I got to about 16 or 17 years old, I moved away from that gym and started training in a commercial gym. And the kind of gym that I think really dominated the fitness industry throughout Certainly most of my life, I think the last couple of decades at least, have been dominated by the one-size-fits-all gym. The gym that offers the fitness classes, the swimming pool, the spas, the vast array of equipment. But there was no sort of niche, there was no specialisation. Um, you were paying essentially to have a place to exercise and to use these facilities. It worked well uh, and works well to this day for people who are fairly well motivated and are fairly knowledgeable on what they need to be doing in the gym. Where these models fall down is when it comes to the people who need the extra support and guidance, the people who need to see a friendly face, who need somebody who can show them the ropes and get them back on track when they fall off the wagon, which, if you're not a natural gym bunny, is almost certainly going to happen at some point in your journey. And I think that is where the rise of the uh, the personal trainer came from in that sort of gym environment. People quickly caught on to the fact that there was a lot of people wandering aimlessly around these gyms who had good intentions and the best will in the world, but didn't have the knowledge or motivation to get to where they wanted to get to and that's where the gym floor in these commercial gyms became flooded with freelance personal trainers that was great and i think personal training is a damn fine way to invest your money uh, if you're a health conscious person uh, i'm slightly biased on that opinion of course coming from that background myself but um, if you are looking to improve your health then there's no better investment than to invest in that knowledge and support I think what started to happen in more recent years is those personal trainers and people new to the industry started to realise that they were paying insane rent for a space to exercise their clients and if they could create an environment that 
um, that offered those clients what they need, then they could um, always create their own niche in the environment. So I think that's where a lot of these independent gyms, group personal training spaces, personal training studios, etc., were born from. Um, and I think that is a really positive move because for the people that are interested in getting fit and improving their health and don't really care too much for the the pool and the the um, vast array of fitness equipment, a lot of which is not necessary. Um, it gave them somewhere where they could train and really focus on their goals more specifically. So that's sort of where JWC was born from. It was about being able to offer a place where people can come and work with a coach, work towards their goals, somewhere where you could be sure that the coaches all know your name and know if you've got an injury so you can be well looked after. These gyms are becoming more and more popular. In fact, year on year, the independent gyms are growing to a rate of 450% each year, which is uh, an insane statistic. And again, it just shows that people are moving towards that type of environment where they're getting the more personal attention. But on the flip side to that, the other side of the fitness industry that is doing incredibly well is the budget gyms. The budget gyms is essentially a space where you pay um, fairly low fees to have a place to exercise, as some of the old commercial gyms. What they're doing though is taking away a lot of the staff, taking away uh, a lot of the classes or making a lot of the classes virtual. You often don't get the likes of the swimming pool um, and the spas, etc. It is now a place to train, but on a budget with very little support. And I think that's that's a great thing for people who know what they're doing. Again, they want to just go in, get their earphones in and get stuck into a workout. It's a kind of place where on a weekend, if I want to escape, I would go and find. Um, so people tend to have gone one of two ways. The... the, the um, the budget gyms are great for people who have a fast-paced life, want to get in, get out, do their thing, and then get home to the families. Whereas the independent gyms are great for the people that want more personal care and attention. So which one of those you go for is really down to you personally. And I wouldn't say one's better than the other, except for JWC is better than all of them, on a side note. Um, what we want to look at today is the future of the fitness industry and where we believe it's going and i think that divide's going to get bigger and bigger people are becoming uh, i say more health conscious but the world is moving faster people are getting less patient and for that reason people want to either be able to do one of those two things go in get stuck into the workout without having to think about it without having to speak to people they want to swipe the card get in get it done and get out or they want to go to an environment where they don't have to think about what they're doing because they're turning up and their workouts are being taken care of. They're putting their trust in a trainer. So I think that divide's going to get bigger and bigger. But what we've now got is technology starting to play a part. Now, that's not anything necessarily new. Um, when we talk about technology in the fitness industry, I would say in the... In, in the um, the area that we're talking about, I would say you going back to fitness videos, which started way before my time. I think the 80s was very popular for the uh, sort of dance workouts, etc. You could buy the home videos and you could do them in your living room. 
Um, those have developed. They are now available online, which is obviously much more accessible. They're also now available in app, which again, that's the way the world's going. Everybody wants an app for things. So to be able to not only get the motivation of having somebody dancing around on a TV screen in front of you, but in the app, you're now getting information and content that can guide you through nutrition and help you out with um, the lifestyle changes you need to make as well as just the exercise. So I think that's a positive move. But my concern with that is most people's where most people fall down in the fitness journey is they lose motivation and an app is not going to give you that. It's far too easy to turn it off, move it further and further away from your home screen and ultimately delete it when you get fed up of looking at it and you need space to download your latest game for your children or whatever you desire on your phone. Um, so I think these apps are great, again, for the people that are motivated, the people who are already doing it but want that little bit more direction. They're also really handy for people who are on the road. If you are staying in the hotels in the week because you're working away, you're traveling a lot, having that available on your phone wherever you are uh, is extremely handy. So I think apps are going to stay. I don't think they're going anywhere. I think they're going to get more advanced and offer more. Um, but are they going to help the people that are our target audience, people who uh, lack the motivation and direction? I don't personally think so. Um, although when we're talking about technology, we're now starting to get even more advanced and there is now trials, real life trials of artificial intelligence within the gym environment. So we're talking about robots guiding people through their fitness journey. Um, this is being trialled in a few gyms across the world. Um, I think it starts in America. There's a couple, I believe, in the UK now um, where a robot will stand next to you on the treadmill while you're working out and guide you through the workout. The idea being they've been programmed on what to say and when to say it. So if you slow down their program to tell you to keep the hard work up, if you are going over the um, heart rate zone that you've set yourself, it will tell you to slow down. If you're reaching your goals, it will say, well done. And I mean, that kind of sounds great, but is that what we really need? Or, or are people in a world of technology starting to enjoy the human interaction more so? Um, maybe I'm still fashioned, but I can't see a time where I want a robot to give me a high five to tell me I've done all my reps. Um, I don't know, we're going to see that develop a lot over the next few years. I don't think we can really comment on that at the moment because it's just not really there yet. It's being trialled. Hey, Teslas are working, aren't they? And people have got robots hoovering the houses, so who knows where that could go. The future of the fitness industry, it is extremely exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing where it does go. I want to see it develop and I hope that we'll always be at the forefront of it. But I think our values, which is to give people the support, the motivation, the guidance and always have a friendly face on hand is what's going to set us aside from the competition. I think the more futuristic gyms get, the better the independence will do while people look for that, um, that personal attention. I'm interested to know, of course, what you think. So you can comment on this. Give us your theories on where you think the fitness industry is going. Um, tell us what you've seen change over the years and how you think um, technology is going to advance in the gym environment. Um, 
it's all speculation at the moment but what i do know is the fitness industry is growing rapidly and it's an industry that we're extremely excited to be on Thank you once again for listening, everybody, and please do tune in uh, for future episodes, subscribe to our podcast, and share with your friends. We love you all, and we appreciate your support. Thank you very much.